1: I'm in this world and they may be Welcome a back to
0: 32 Fans. To I'm Alex right right Chester. With me as always, Wheels Wienerker. So wheels, how's it rolling?
2: It's rolling great. You know, I watched all 16 football games this week, but I heard you went to one.
0: Yeah, and I, I tried to watch uh, as much as I could, and there were some uh, technological issues there. So, yeah, we went We went to the uh, – with uh, with three patrons. Went to the Bills-Packers game on Sunday night. Is that night. a perk?
2: Is that a tier I don't know about? Get to go to you go
0: to Buffalo with Alex? Yeah, no, that's definitely a a part. Yeah, we were discussing. um, There was a certain point where I was trying to propose that we add a fifth. Mm -hmm. And we were and I was going through the patron chat and throwing out possibilities. People I've never met, but are patrons. So, yeah, if you're a patron, you might get invited to go on our trips with us. Who knows? Mm -hmm. me in the middle. I didn't get invited. Yeah, you were not guy. about it. the, the not biggest about it. the biggest issue was this. So obviously we went to the tailgate um you know for many hours we saw many um uh, tables broken by um people jumping Well, what's them. the tailgate mean? Well, we tailgated, I'm saying. Okay,
2: you tailgated yourself.
0: Yeah, we 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 well, so this is what I'm getting to. Uh, one one of the with the people with us, Jonah, he made the analogy that Buffalo is almost like a it's like a small town in Texas where everybody supports the local high school football team. Not mm-hmm. even necessarily because they care at all about football, but it's just sort of like town pride. Yeah, and the reason we came to this is so we we, we tailgated. We and so we brought a grill and we brought a television and everything. And our plan was to you know uh, uh, watch. The, so we we watched the early games somewhere else at a sports bar, and then we left at halftime. And then we went to tailgate. We started the tailgate at halftime of the early games, and then we stayed there until the end. And mm-hmm. my my assumption was we were bringing a TV because I wanted to be focused on the Vikings game, but I figured everybody would have TVs all over and they'd be on red zone for the most part, or maybe, you know, maybe people just watching the local game, which would have been mm-hmm. uh, the, the Jets against Patriots or whatever the case may be. But at least in our section of the tailgate, we were literally the only television period. And if you went to other sections, there were some TV and this is a
2: night game. So yeah, exactly. I mean, I tailgated, I tailgated
0: at NFL games a hundred
2: times and a. M. There's TVs on. They're watching NFL. Just the pre- and yeah, this, and is, this is the Bills just game the is at pre- eight o'clock.
0: Game. This is to yeah. watch all the other games. You're only watching. Like it's so weird. To me. Are the Bills so good that it doesn't matter what the rest of the league is doing. Or
2: is it? Are they irrelevant? Yeah, that's almost that's kind like of like what what is it? Or or is it just that they or are they just- or, or are they like the way I am with the Mets? Like, I'm not watching the World Series because the Mets aren't in it. No, no, no. So I but wouldn't the, care listen, about Listen,
0: in baseball, you can do that. In football, you can't do that. And and so some people, like the people around us would watch our TVs from time to time. But then there was other people who were right next to us who did not turn their chairs around to look at the TV once the entire time. And the people who were watching, and they're all season ticket holders. They go to every Bills game. They told us that. Now, most of these people are very drunk. And drunk
2: people aren't.
0: But hold on. Make good the kind of comments that we heard were like uh, they'd show the 49ers for a second. Who's the quarterback there these days? and we'd say Jimmy Garoppolo like oh yeah like these people are like not at all football fans but they are such hardcore Bills fans that they have season mm-hmm. tickets they go to every game and they tailgate for 8 hours before the game and it's just like the strangest confluence like i just don't know I mean yeah the tailgates probably more fun well let me ask you something they were they were just is it their- possible yeah.
2: is it po- first of all yeah again i went to every jet home game for for 20 years and let me tell you something the people you meet who are drinking in the in the parking lot, one in every hundred would have, like, the the football knowledge to, like, just be a regular person in your friend group, to be, like, the worst guy in your fantasy league. Like so you're, you say, you're the, saying
0: the tailgaters usually are not interested in the sport? Probably no
2: the less mean. football than, like, the average person you meet on the street. No, that doesn't make sense to me. I'm telling you, my whole life, I never heard one insightful comment in the – in the in the crowd,
0: never once. You were just seeing the opposite. You were just saying everybody's watching the games. They're watching the pregame shows on TV. Oh no! Well, how, how much more so? The idiots at the Jet game who knew nothing
2: were at least watching. Oh the yeah, I, yeah, Bills I'm game, not disputing that they have I'm bad takes. I'm saying probably no, no less. Yeah, these yeah. People have no takes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but but what if they? What if? Here's the thing: Is it possible they've gone through so many tables that they've forgotten everything they know about the NFL except the fact they love the Bills? It's just CTE for fans. Is that possible?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. So it was very, that was that part. Did you guys go through confused. a table? I
2: could see Jonah being willing to go through a table. No, we did not break anyone else's tables and we did not break the table that we brought. No, I would have, I would have done. I would have gone, gone through the table. Uh, so how, what was the experience otherwise being at, being at the, uh, so, I mean, it, was,
0: it was, it was great. Oh, was, oh so so, that, so that's my other big complaint. So like we parked behind KK food and drink, whatever it's called. Some like corner store, right? right mm-hmm. across the street from the stadium, they have a big parking lot and they it's 40 bucks to park there and tailgate, right? Mm-hmm. All they are providing for the 40 bucks is literally a square where you can park your car. Sure, of course. Okay. If I was running a tailgate, I would charge 50 bucks and I would provide the parking and a Wi-Fi network because there was no Wi-Fi anywhere and there was no service, I guess, because we're in Buffalo or there's too many cars. I don't know. what I mean, We were in a major American city. There was no service. None mm-hmm. of us had any service on our phones at all. So that was the big disaster. And so the way we were trying to watch was once we realized there was no Wi-Fi available is I was making a hotspot out of my phone and then connecting the TV to my phone and then watching it that way. And the quality, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. It was very fuzzy, you know. Uh, I think um, Amy took a video we shared on the patron chat of, of the last few seconds of the Vikings game against the Cardinals, the, the, the visual, the, the technological quality was very, very lacking. And even if, mm-hmm. even if you say, well, in our section, I guess they don't need it because nobody has TVs. Um, the other sections, people did have TVs. Number one, and number two, people still have phones and they couldn't get online on their phone. So you'd want why I, I, you know, to me, like you gotta, you gotta offer Fi if you're running a, if I'm ever running a, um, a, a location that rents out for tailgaters. I will definitely offer Wi Fi. That's what I can promise you.
2: Okay, yeah, I don't think that's gonna. It's in your future, but fine. Probably not, but anyway. So those are my takes. Um. Okay. And uh, where where do you want to go next? What city really would would interest you most? Well, I might uh, be
0: going back to Buffalo in a week and a half for the Viking, the seven and one Vikings. But that's just go to Mills. a Viking
2: game. Like, where would you want to go to? Where is there an NFL? Well, we've never been to a Vikings home game. Also.
0: So I guess I've that been to many be Vikings games, list. but I haven't
2: I have been not to US the U.S. Not at the car. Correct.
1: Not at the car. Correct.
0: That is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sadly, you
2: live just a few miles from the most lifeless, pathetic stadium in the country. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan about life. It was a billion dollars. I mean, I, listen, the, it was rocking on Sunday. Like, if there's a big game, the, the crowd was, is sure, good. It's, but the I building is a dud.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't understand. You know, NFL stadiums in general tend to be, you know, have a lot less... To offer the baseball stadiums in terms of character and uniqueness and stuff, but mm-hmm. in particular, um, MetLife, yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely clear what they spent all that money on. Uh, I feel like they already needed a stadium, <laughs> like it's DOA. All right, let's build another one, yeah. All right, so let, let's talk. So, the, the biggest, craziest news this week is how the NFL trade deadline turned into a thing the way it is in other sports, which it never is in the NFL, right? Like, the, the number of trades in the NFL total a year during the regular season is usually you can count on one hand. And yeah. today we had. Or yesterday, there were a lot
2: of trades beforehand. Also, we obviously the McCaffrey trade was huge, but you know James Robinson. Yeah, in, a bunch in of the week or moved. two
0: before the deadline, um, I mean, how many trade? How many trades did we have total? Let's see. If we include, so if we include like McCaffrey and James Robinson and all those, Robbie Anderson.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you go back a few weeks, there was like fifteen trades. We have over.
0: nineteen trades in the last week and a half. Wow! 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 wow. So why do why do we go through those trials? Ironically, the the
2: the deadline deals really had very little fantasy impact. The week before there were trades that had fantasy impact,
0: but the deadline deals,
2: uh, there wasn't really a lot of fantasy things being swung unless you're in a 20-team league or something.
0: Uh and there were multiple running backs, multiple receivers, multiple tight ends. What yeah, but I mean about?
2: Jeff Wilson was a third string running back. He
0: wasn't that's not a big deal. All right, well, why don't we go why don't we go through these one by one? And mm-hmm. take okay. down your bad Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So okay, so we'll start with the ones that are a little bit older. So um I mean, uh, Justin Heron, the the Raiders got a tackle from the Patriots. I don't think that's too exciting. Uh, mm. De- Deion Jones, the linebacker, uh, went to Cleveland from Atlanta. He he has, uh, you know, Cleveland's defense has a lot more problems than Deion Jones is going to solve. And this is a team. And, and now, you know, w- w- should we talk about the Cleveland-Cincinnati game right now? I mean, just a completely shocking performance by a Cleveland defense that had done nothing all season and completely shut down Cincinnati. Yeah, you know, when that Bengals offensive line is bad, it is
2: really bad. Um, let, let, maybe they'll make it. We talked all year about like all they have to do is get to five and six, and then Deshaun is back, and they've already said he's going to start that 12th game. Yeah, but um, to, yeah. Uh, by the way, I can't. I, I mean, maybe they think that they're going to like make a run in the playoffs because other than that, how do you not trade Kareem Hunt for the best offer at 359? I mean, he's he's 100 leaving in eight more games. you could and Dernis Johnson is the best third stringer in the league, so it's not like if Chubb, God forbid, goes down, you're you're out of luck. Johnson went for over five yards of carry last year. So they must have gotten no offers for Hunt.
0: Yeah. I mean, usually. I mean both running...
2: of that the Rams would offer, but I guess like the Rams have to, like, if they're introspective at all, A, they have already traded away too many picks. And B, they, uh, have to realize they're probably not Super Bowl contenders this year. So why trade for a fourth-round pick or whatever for a running back? That's yeah, I mean, running backs game.
0: usually don't bring back very much value, but we did see a lot of running backs swapped overall, maybe not as many as some people speculated. I mean, wh- what is the reason why there are so many trades in general? I'm wondering, I-, I saw some people saying maybe because the Rams made the big trade last year for Von Miller. And so
2: I don't think off. I don't think that's what it is. I think I think what's basically happened is teams, re- I think it's a reverse, whereas teams realize like hey, we need like 25 of these cheap guys. And then that's that's so valuable that the teams are more likely, to, now more willing to give up good players to get a fourth-round pick where they can have a roster spot for basically the league minimum. Because okay. if you're paying quarterbacks 40-whatever million, you almost need more of those guys. So it's almost like oh. a reverse of the Rams where – Everyone is
0: so desperate for draft picks. They're willing to. But it's not. But but the question is the reverse. Why were teams giving up draft value for players that they're bringing in in the middle of the season, which doesn't usually happen? I also think I also think a lot of the smart teams have the bonus picks, which is the
2: you know, when you, when you lose a guy and they and they get signed by uh, yeah, a good the, player and they get signed yeah. by another team. So the good teams have two extra picks. So like, all right, you're not going to have nine rookies make your roster anyway. You may as well trade
0: away one or two of them for the best, you know, the best veteran you could get. Okay, maybe. Who else? Uh, all right. So, uh, Robbie Anderson to Arizona. I don't really think that does anything there. Obviously, with Hollywood Brown's injury, uh, you know, they thought they would be pairing Hollywood and Nook and then right as Nook comes back, Hollywood's out. So, they bring Robbie Anderson in, but he's, you know, he, he's he's pretty much failed everywhere he's gone. Although Kyler Murray, the best quarterback he's ever had.
2: Uh yeah, no. Hopkins is is succeeding in spite of Murray a little bit, but I don't know. I thought Hopkins was watched. I honestly thought he was the new A.J. Green. And meanwhile, he's he looking in two Brown. games. Now yeah. he's the new A.J.
0: Brown. So what do you yeah. do? Our McCaffrey trade we talked about last week, James Robinson. Did we talk about last week? I don't remember. Oh, uh, yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. And uh, but it, it's uh, with Brees Hall's injury. They like Mike in uh, New York, right?
2: Well, that team's going to have uh, next year. It's going to have Brees, Carter and Robinson because he's a restricted free agent. But that's next year's uh, yeah. problem. All right.
0: All right, Akiva. Let, let's pause for one second before we get to the trades that were made on the uh, trade deadline day. Let's talk about uh, our good friends over at Manscape. So we have a special guest here joining us today, a patron in a proud a proud. Would you say you're a proud Manscape customer, Dara? I've been for about yeah a year and a half now. Mm. But would you would you use proud? What's the adjective you would use to describe yourself as a Manscaped customer and 32 fans listener? I would say elated,
2: very satisfied. Elated, um,
0: satisfied. These are good. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, now, when you went to Manscape.com, um, did you have to pay for shipping? I don't believe so. Oh, wow. What about, did you have to pay the full cost or did you get 20% off? I got 20% off using the 32 what? fans code. Wait, so. So, so, so let me get this straight. So you didn't pay for shipping and you got 20% off. Yeah, that's right. And, and how did you do all this? I just entered in the code 32 fans and that's, I was checking it out. That's all it took. And uh, that's all it took. And they shipped a performance package to your house. Right to my door. Mm. And things are nice and smooth and cleaned and cropped right now. Oh, yeah. I, Smelling go, know, feeling me- good, feeling good.
2: Like, look at me, look at how much hair I have, how thick it is. I know they can't see me, but but it's still taking care of all this a year and a half later.
0: Yep. Okay. Well, if it's a year and a half, maybe it's time to get the 4.0 because the 4.0 is, uh, by my math, 2.0 times as good as the 2.0. And looks like they have a shaving mat that they gave you a pair of boxers and a travel bag. I didn't, I didn't get those. Oh, yeah. You get, yeah. With the 4.0. Yeah, you get it all. You get the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, the performance boxer briefs, Uh performance not guaranteed, that's up to you, but uh a <laughs> travel bag to hold it all. Uh So much good stuff. So, yeah. What's the website again there? Manscaped.com. And what's the code, Dara. 32 fans, 32 fans, 20% off free shipping. Uh, thank you so much, Dara. Now you can hang up and uh, continue listening to us. Talk about uh, the NFL trade deadline. <laughs> the, uh, the Cowboys got Jonathan Hankins, uh, you know, for some rotational depth in the interior defensive line, Robert Quinn goes to the Eagles, So that was a, a talked about trade. Robert Quinn, nobody understood why the bear. And I think we talked about this in the bears preview episode. He had 18 and a half sacks last year. The bears mm-hmm. were not trying. Obviously, but he's so. like he's like
2: the San Francisco Giants, right? Like one year, he'll have two sacks. The next year, he'll have 18 and Sure, half, but
0: all two. the more reason for the Bears to get rid of him when his value was higher. They got rid of Kuhlick sure. back. They weren't competing this year. He's struggled so far this year, and then they all they get from Philly for half a season is a fourth rounder.
2: Yeah, and, well, well, he's had one sack, right? If he had, a, you know, six or ten like he'd had at this point last year, yeah, they would have got something for him. Oh. What a weird... Here Here is his sack totals. Five, ten and a half, 19, ten and a half. They need to, to be bad for like a decade. Five, four. Eight and a half, six and a half, 11 and a half, two. He played that season. That wasn't an injury. He got two.
0: And then he went from two to 18 and a half, uh, playing one more game. Ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Um, the, the next trade is uh, Canarius Tony to the Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs gave up a third rounder and a sixth rounder to the Giants for him. He, he's another one of these guys who magically, you know, Ben Simmons style. Oh, it never actually ended up happening with Simmons. Where as soon as he's traded, he's healthy. But Kansas City, they drafted Sky Moore in the second round last year. They signed both Juju and MVS as free agents. So they just mm-hmm. have like a plethora of receivers. Yeah, you know the old saying, if you have 14 receivers, you have no receivers. <laughs> I guess so, but there was a lot of teams that needed receivers at the deadline that people were talking about that did not get one, uh, you know, looking at you, Green Bay, as an example. Yeah. And yet the Chiefs don't seem to be one, and they gave up, you know, a day three pick is not nothing, although it would be the end of the, uh, or excuse me. They the say, say that pick. the Chiefs made the, the same offer for Claypool, and we could talk about that now.
2: Claypool goes for a second, which is a very good deal.
0: Especially, uh, it's a second. The Chicago second is near the top of, is almost like the end. It's of the a first. great pick. Whereas, and... whereas a Chiefs third is like you know the beginning yeah. of the fourth. Yeah, sixty picks later, basically. Yeah. Um,
2: and uh, Claypool is is you know he's he's got a year after the, you know one year after this year on his contract, and this year is a waste for Chicago. So that's a really good deal. Uh, and they is it uh, y- y- You've been they telling how good he is community.
0: for weeks. I don't understand what what evidence you have that Chase Claypool is anything of value. I mean, he had a good NFL season. When? Like three years ago?
2: Yeah, three years ago. He's okay. Still a Deontay
0: Johnson has emerged since then. George Pickens is, is better than him since then. Yeah. Like okay.
2: Yeah. I, I, I guess if you want fantasy value, I think the most fantasy value from retrade is maybe boosting Pickens and Deontay by trading Claypool. More than even more than Claypool. Oh, uh, well, I don't even know what you're talking about. Claypool's not having a bad year. I mean, he's done nothing this year.
0: And I've had him in two fantasy leagues, so I can tell you that. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> he not fantasy
2: relevant, but he's a fine NFL player. He's you're, had a bunch of too, drops. He had
0: drops, he was fighting with the team. He he declared himself the best receiver in the NFL when he's not even, you know, a starter on his own team. Yeah, he, he was he was not having a good season on or off the field, is my understanding. And bad the luck for all Canadians. The Pats, there. the fa- and we talked about this also in the preseason. The Bears have invested absolutely nothing in Justin Fields. They haven't given offensive line help. They haven't given receiver help. Their only receiver they took was a 25 year old gadget IV And now they give up a second rounder for Clay, Chase Claypool. Now, why don't I just have spent a second round draft pick on a better? I'm ve- I don't know what Chicago's doing. I think that's yeah, a team no, for the Bears. Yeah, no, um, it is really bad. Yeah, I mean, in my... but anyway, the Packers were willing to do it. They just obviously a
2: Bears second round is so much better than the Packers. They said no. But I'm surprised the Packers weren't interested in Brandon Cooks. Uh, did, I assume I, I haven't heard anything about them calling the Jets about Elijah Moore. Um, you, like none of the guys who were available. They, you know, and there weren't that many receivers available. But I, if I'm Rodgers, I'm basically like, if you don't get me somebody by, uh, by four o'clock, I'm quitting. Does he even Maybe. care?
0: I mean, back to that game. Maybe that I was people at on think Sunday he night. doesn't
2: care. I think it's just. I...
0: They weren't trying think- to throw the ball at all. They ran. I mean, they ran for 200 yards and they scored 10 points. So, well, that
2: was I mean, that was they were they were playing a team they didn't think they could throw against. But
0: but so you so they weren't trying to win. So why did Rodgers even fly to Buffalo? then? Leave him at home. I don't understand what that means.
2: I didn't say no. I'm not saying they weren't trying to win. I think they thought they could they could run the ball and control the clock against Buffalo. But
0: but they did run the ball. They did control the clock and they were losing 27 to 10 the whole game.
2: Well, I think their plan was to be winning. You know,
0: but I, 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 I'm 14. not about the first quarter. By the third quarter, or certainly the fourth quarter, you need three scores. Your only chance is high variance plays. Drop back and chuck the ball down the field. If he gets sacked or he throws an interception, guess what? You are losing anyway. At least give mm-hmm. yourself a chance. Running the ball up the middle, even if it's six yards a carry or seven yards a carry, is a, you're not going to win the game that way. So yeah. I don't understand what Green Bay is doing. Um, you know, it's LeFleur. there's a lot of question marks with Lafleur right now who, you know, we talked about didn't really seem to be loved in Green Bay despite winning, you know, a dozen plus games or 13 games, whatever it was two years in a row and having and, the highest winning
2: percentage basically ever.
0: Yeah. Now, now things are really turning there. Uh, he's the next Aaron Boone. Um, another Bears trade they gave. So yeah, they send um, they send Quinn to Philly. They send Roquan Smith to Baltimore for a second rounder, a fifth rounder and A.J. Klein. The Ravens defense needs a lot of help, but I think this is a great trade for the Ravens. I think. Listen, I think it's good. He's, you know, is, is it a premier position? No, a premium
2: position. No, but he, I, you know, he's the best guy at his position. Queen for whatever reason, you know, looks great for three plays in one game, and then you know, six weeks in a row is useless. So I think they're they've had enough of the of the queen experience. I listen. Of course, if there was a good corner out there, they needed it more. But they, you know, at, there there were no corners really relevant corners. There was one. The only corner trade was the Chiefs. They were they were those guys were not available. So at
0: least shore up uh, the middle of your defense. Okay. Um. All right. The next the next trade we got to talk about is the T.J. Hawkinson trade. So this trade I, I absolutely love. I thought about it for a while. I was a little mixed. Now I'm now I'm all in. I was actually I was at work. I started a new job yesterday. And it's my first day at my office. And my father in law, a Lions fan, calls me. I thought he's calling me to say good luck. How's your first day going? He calls me. He's really mad about this trade. Why did the Lions give up T.J. Hawkinson? He was so mad. And last year, the Vikings made arguably the most overpay of any trade for a tight end uh, when they gave anything of value for a Jets tight end who had zero value, right? Mm -hmm. And this year, they did the opposite anymore. Yeah, not in the NFL. This year, hockey. um, and last year, they did it because Irv Smith, who was supposed to have a big year, gets injured right before the season. out for the year, they desperately needed a tight end, so that's what they did this year. Irv Smith comes back. Uh, drops a wide open touchdown week two against Philly in a game they end up losing. And, you know, who knows what happens if he, if he catches that. Um, mm-hmm. And he's been on and off. He's had a few drops. He's now hurt. He got hurt in the Cardinals game. And apparently he's hurt for a while because in comes TJ Hawkinson, a top five tight end. And the Vikings gave a very, very also the Vikings had the least cap room in the league, but he uh, he's only getting 500,000 rest of the year. So they were able to do that without moving things around. And they gave up almost nothing for him because, They are giving up a second rounder this year, but right now that would be the, the, what, the second or third to last pick in the second round. And they're getting back a fourth rounder from the Lions, which would be, you know, a one, a top three pick. So basically they're only moving down one round. They're moving down 30 picks there. And then they give up a 2024 third rounder, but they're getting back a 2024 fourth rounder, which again, the picks could be a few picks apart. So basically they gave up the equivalent of like the, the 70, 75th overall pick or something like that for TJ Hawkinson. And I don't understand why the Vikings were linked to every receiver possibly available, including Claypool, including OBJ. Like, the Vikings don't need a receiver, but a tight end, especially with, with Irv Smith gone, certainly helps. And all of a sudden, this offense with Jefferson, who hasn't had a touchdown since uh, the second quarter of week one, but, you know, was leading league in catches and yards. or And, and, um, and, and Adam Thielen and K.J. Osborne and now T.J. Hawkinson and, and Cook and Madison, and they have – in the conversation for the best pair of tackles in the league this year, at least how they're playing this year, the interior of the line obviously still not so great, but all of a sudden this offense hasn't performed that great so far, but like looks very very scary projecting over the rest of the season.
2: No, I think I think by the way I don't think they're out of the running for Beckham. Uh, I f- if, I think if they want to, I think that is the type of place he would go. But yeah, no, I think their offense is
0: scary. Do you think this team has a ceiling though? Do you think the Vikings could be in the Super Bowl? I mean, based on how they've played so far, no. But based, but you know, it's sort of like my, my fantasy team in the league I care about the most. I'm seven and one there. And I've gotten mm-hmm. tremendous schedule luck. I haven't been that good. But my team was, I have Deshaun Watson, like my my I was my team was set up to be good in the playoffs. And so I was my goal is just to sneak in there. So I've already banked these wins. So now it's just gravy. And it's sort of the same for the Vikings. The Vikings have played worse this year than I was expecting them to play, but they're six mm-hmm. and one. So Ultimately, you bank those wins. Now, if they keep playing this way and they go 13 and 4, but they're you know not so great and they go into the playoffs and they lose, it won't be such a shock. But like they should play better. Cousins is having the worst season of his career. Mm-hmm. Is you know, should that continue with all these weapons? I would say probably not, you know. I and mean, he's also been better the last two weeks than he was before that. And a lot of also the badness is, you know, just how bad he was in Philly, and you know, a small sample size is a few games, so one terrible game really lowers the numbers. But um, you know, he was adjusting to the new system you know so again if the vikings play the way they've played the first 7 weeks i'd say no they shouldn't go to the super bowl but if if with the current talent and their current record which means they're probably going to be the 2 seed at the lowest you'd say unless there's a real vikings collapse of course they can go to the super bowl who else, who else is going to go to the super bowl in the in the nfc i just don't see how they're going to stop a, three playoff teams in a row defensively their defense is ba- i mean well okay so um Z'Darrius smith has been incredible right he's leading the league in sacks he's leading the league in tackles for losses mm-hmm he's been very very good. Um Daniel Hunter has not been so great from my perspective. I did see PFF ranks him like um they, they give him a really good. Game I think now. we're banning PFF from the podcast. Yeah. Well, but I don't, yeah, so and, and then the secondary, uh, Patrick Peterson's been pretty good. Like I think their defense it's only been about league average because of the fact that they've played relatively poor defense uh offenses and so the numbers are sort of skewed. I think
2: so. it's been below average. They they're allowing 8.2 yards Per uh, completion, which is that
0: that's the but that's how abdominal defenses are designed, right? The abdominal defense,
2: the corners give up long passes constantly. I mean, completion percentage is also through the moon. They're giving up. Don't give up. How how many plays?
0: How how many passes have they given more than 20 yards on the field?
2: Uh, so they're, no, I'm saying they're allowing 69% and they're, oh, so you're saying every pass is exactly 11 yards.
0: Basically the, 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 defense, which he's been doing for, you know, 30 years is designed. You don't give up any big plays. You let teams go down the field, seven, eight yards at a time, because the idea is that, that without the big chunk plays. If it's seven, 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 you know, either team has to complete, you know, 13 passes in a row or, or something goes bad. There's a fumble, there's an interception, you know, there's a sack and the Vikings have been getting a lot of that. So it is frustrating when you're watching and you see these corners lining up a dozen so yards ben, back. Ben, but eventually the offense breaks. Basically, I mean, I mean, that's what donald has been doing his whole career, yeah. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, and I don't, I, it's not fun to watch, but the results have ultimately been there. Like a lot of these games have ended on a turnover when the other team gets pressure and they have to start going down the field more and then all of a sudden they throw a pick or, you know, there's a sack or a fumble like, you know, so it, it's 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 frustrating to watch. Right. It's frustrating when you when you see these guys again, they're, the Vikings corners line up literally a dozen yards down um, and, and Patrick Peterson, especially it makes no sense because Patrick Peterson. He's old, right? Speed is no longer his strength at this point in his career. The strength at, the, at, the, at this point in his career is 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 strength, not speed, right? So he should be right up there to muscle these guys on the line. Instead, mm-hmm. he's standing way back there. Um, and so it's it's been a little frustrating to watch, but it's – I don't know. Again, at the end of the day, they're 6-1. I can't complain too much. But, yes, it's, it still feels somewhat unsatisfying. But we'll we'll see. Well, There will be a big test because they're going to go to Buffalo next week, assuming they beat Washington this week. They're going to be underdogs by at least a touchdown, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll see how they play because they haven't, they've been, you know, they're six and one, but they've been favored in six of the games. So it's not like they're like, you know, winning games that they're not supposed to win. The only time they were underdogs is the game in Philly that they lost. So if they were in the AFC, do I think they'd have a chance to go to the Super Bowl? No, but in the NFC, who is there? San Francisco and Dallas who are less consistent than the Vikings. And then Philly, Philly is the only team.
2: Mm -hmm. Team that kicked your ass.
0: Yeah. Again, I think you, you know, you replay that game uh, without that drop, you know, a lot of things would be different. So, um, I do see there was talk of the Vikings-Bills game being flexed. It's not. It's staying at 1 o'clock, so we get 1 o'clock, Kirk, so that's a good news. Uh, the Vikings-Cowboys game might be flexed, so that's good news there.
2: <laughs> uh, it's very hard to flex the Cowboys game because they're usually at or very near uh, flex capacity and also uh, Fox always protects them, so, so it's, so it's, a four, un- it's, it's un- I think
0: it's a 4 p.m. game on CBS right now.
2: Oh, so right. it's it, it not even able to be flexed. Oh, It's not, okay. not going to happen. Okay. All right.
0: Learn more at Marines.com. Claypool, we talked about. Okay, so the Dolphins. Dolphins fans are like dancing all over the place because they, they traded all these picks for Trey Lance. And then... Well, their re-
2: defense was sneaky bet. Yeah,
0: it and wasn't even sneaky. They really,
2: it was pretty bad. No, yeah. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. I and mean, people weren't really talking about it because either Tua wasn't there and they were talking about Tua or Tua was there and they were talking about Tua. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, listen, by the way, is our Tua MVP bet completely dead?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, so.
2: It's crazy that he got injured because he really could have been right there.
0: Yeah, but the injury—the injury is going to cost him. Unless, the- and also, the Dolphins are going to be bu- like they're going to be behind the, the right. Bills they'd in have the to catch the standing. Bills,
2: which they're already two back.
0: So. Josh Allen's numbers are be better than two. So there's no. The only avenue is if they somehow pass the Bills. Or if and Allen like, gets hurt. There was the year that Peyton Manning and Steve McNair tied for the MVP, and Steve McNair missed mm-hmm. a couple of games, but his team was 13-3 mm-hmm. or whatever. So- I mean, I have to say. That bet was
2: insane. Everyone laughed at us. Dude's completing 70% of his passes is the number one quarterback rating in the league, in the league, the number one QBR in the league. We kind of nailed it. We just got unlucky that he had suffered 22 concussions in uh, one game, basically.
0: Yeah, but also his numbers are a little boosted by a couple of games also. But, you know, again, early in the season, that's what's going to happen. They'd look
2: at the numbers and they'd be like, I mean, let's prorate them for for 17 games. He'd have 34 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He'd be right there, you know, yeah. maybe winning the
0: MVP. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, his CQBR is significantly number one in the league, right? It's him. Then there's a big drop to get to Mahomes and Allen and Hurts and, you know, the rest. Now, that being so, said,
2: I'm beginning to think that there's 15 guys in the league that could do what he's doing right now. With Miami? I think because you'd be like people are saying every Sunday I watch with people they're like, well, Tyreek is like better than he was in KC. Yeah. And he and is like, yeah, he never had anybody four percent as good but as Jalen. You know what? He Jaylen also Waddell. doesn't have
0: an offensive line. He also doesn't have any running game to speak of.
2: No, I'm impressed with Tua. I'm very yeah. impressed with Tua. But I think I think those two guys, people slept on Jalen Waddle. Not Uncle Keep, who got him in four fantasy leagues, but 104 receptions last year as a rookie.
0: Destroyed mm-hmm. the rookie record. I mean, and, he's and good. just Waddle's and really and good. A, and, a, and an amazing copyrighted dance. Like every other guy in the league is doing the gritty. Waddle's doing the waddle, and I love it. Well, no, if you score against Miami, you do the waddle also. It's fun. At least the – Well, Jeff no, Gasicki's on Miami, and he does the worst gritty in America. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, I, mean, I, think right. my, gr- I think my gritty's worse. My sons are so embarrassed. when I, I cannot gritty for the life of me. Why would you gritty? No, stop gritty. Because every time the Vikings do something good, my son's gritty, and so I gritty. We all gritty together in this house. Do they gritty when they score in their flag football league? Um, My son did on the sideline once. He didn't do it, like, in the end zone. He came to the sideline. Are you not supposed to
2: celebrate? Act like you've been there before. I
0: guess yeah. Act like you. From what we
2: hear, your son has been there before. He's yeah, a he. Down, yeah, Touchdown
0: machine. Yeah, Kobe's a touchdown machine. Less so this year because, like the the, the the football league is two grades at a time. So last year my kids were all like the older, mm-hmm. and this year they're all the younger. So it's a bit harder.
2: I always you always liked in camp like we would do things like that, and you the year you'd always look forward to the year where you were the older kid. Yeah, it's not fun when you're the younger kid. The, the difference in age, like it's you're big. so intimidated. Yeah. Like a third grade versus fourth, fifth or sixth. It's very intimidating. Those kids although seem although Kobe, d- despite
0: being a second grader in a league with second and third graders, his team, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the coaches on this team are just like random high school kids, like maybe the older brother or someone. Right. How many coaches could be on one team? Well, that's Literally. what I'm telling you. His team has. Are,
2: are, it, aren't they two way players like the 1930s?
0: I'm trying to tell you something. Most teams have one coach and it's like an 18 year old kid or one dad. Right. Mm-hmm. Kobe's yeah. team has an offensive coordinator, a defensive yeah. coordinator. A head coach, and then like a sideline, like a, a sideline coach, just to make sure everybody's like getting
2: it. And in. then none of them are you. No, this is, who like yeah. ostensibly might know more about football than a lot of them. No, these guys.
0: I, I, I mean, these guys are insane. These people are absolutely insane. So I mean, wait, so these are people like are these or is it an Orthodox league or no? Not officially, but demographically, like eighty percent, ninety percent, yeah. So, but are the coaches Orthodox? Uh, the same answer.
2: So, but then then they've never been in any sort of organized footballs. So that's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm
0: uh, not necessarily my neighbor down the street here played. Uh, uh, he was a division one offensive lineman.
2: Oh, yeah. the guy who comes to the,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, the guy who, come, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. D- but I'm just, season, just saying there's still.
2: no, if you go to a Jewish school, there's there's not really Jewish school. It's the not the same as Texas
0: high school football, correct? Yeah, no. exactly.
2: <laughs> you mean because it doesn't exist? Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, yeah, but so maybe they're all ball right? Maybe they they, they grew up okay. in a life of uh, football, and then they came to orthodox mm, studies and now they are vicariously through their sons. Anyway, all right, so so the Bradley Chubb trade we were talking about. So they trade him, they give up a first and a fourth, Chase Edmonds, but then they brought in uh, Jeff Wilson as like another backup running back for a fifth. So basically, they give up a first, a fourth, and a fifth, and they get a fifth back. So basically, it's a first and a fourth for Bradley Chubb. And it's just interesting because Denver. By the, the way, all- Chubb
2: a little bit, a little bit like the um, uh the the, 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 the uh, Bears, this year? Uh, No, a Bears guy who got traded. I'm blanking on Ro- his Kwan? name. Roquan, not Roquan. <laughs> Robert, uh, Robert Quinn. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Who? Uh. It, also, a little bit up and down. I mean, he, You know, he's had years. I think he had no sacks in seven games last year, or
0: something like that. Like. But, yeah, but but my question about Chubb or about the Broncos in general is: This is a mm-hmm. team who was obviously all in all the way. And they gave the massive contract to Russell Wilson. Hackett
2: but Broncos has... fans were thrilled, by the way. They, I mean, they've got a couple of guys who are who are like unblockable right now, who people don't know yet. So they don't even need so Chubb. You're saying they were, yeah, they were like Chubb is basically was not even their. Browning has like been amazing. Right? Okay, like he's, Chubb wasn't even their best pass rusher. Yet. And they do
0: kind of need a running back because I don't know if Chase Evans is the answer there. But yeah, you
2: know. and you got to finish out the season. I mean, really, is there any because te- the Panthers waved the white flag and started winning? So there's then uh, you know, th- is there any team that is that their fans are like, oh, well, we're for sure not making the playoffs this year. I guess the Texans, but that's about it, right? The Lions. Uh, yeah, but I guess they were never expecting to make it. I mean, I, in Campbell's the, mind, he probably thinks he's making it still, but I, uh, yeah, yeah. probably the Lions. The Packers. <laughs> that's that's true.
0: Uh, the Steelers. Who else? Yeah, there's not that many other teams that are totally drawing dead because technically everybody in the NFC South is alive. And the Raiders and Broncos... I mean, their, their points differential is, is about 500, right? And the Jaguars also, by the Jaguars are two and six. They, they're the only positive point differential in that division. If the Raiders go six and 11. Yeah. I hate to say it. Is it possible? McDaniels, one and done. That's definitely possible, right? One and done I mean, would be by his standards is, is a long tenure.
2: Now, if you're, if you're McDaniel and you go, six, I, let's just, and if, I mean, I don't think they're going to go six and 11. I think they're like an eight and nine team. If he was one and done, he then he's like, like the vice principal who was like been told he'll never become the principal in his life. Like he goes back to Belichick and he's like an offensive coordinator until he. I dies, guess so. You know? I mean,
0: I don't know how many chances this would. So this would be his third chance, right? Because he, Denver, well, really Indy, second. Vegas, the Indy was. He I don't for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, the question is: Is Derek Henry done? Uh, excuse me. Is um is Derrick Carr done? Every time we
2: think Derek Carr's done, he has like three good years in a row. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's looked obviously he's looked pretty bad. I don't think our friend Brooks is. Uh, it, it would hold up so well his uh, his preview for
0: yeah, the but you know season. what? He still might win the bet that we made because uh, the bet was who would finish ahead in the standings: Denver or Las Vegas. Denver's oh yeah, well to he was Denver. onto something. He was onto yeah. something
2: that Denver. He said Denver, Denver sucked,
0: and he was right about that. Even so yeah, I he
2: laughed at Denver. And we're like, you're crazy. Nope, we were crazy. Yeah. Denver does suck. Oh so, yeah, he might he might be winning that bet still. We'll have to see. Yeah, all our um, guests were right because Grashion knew that. Russ sucked. Yeah, and we didn't know yet. Yeah, and then what? Now I that making me think: Is it possible Tyler Lockett is the best
0: receiver in NFL history? Didn't he have one year? He had like a hundred percent completion rate on yeah, passes. Yeah, so, yeah, and we thought it was stat. like, oh,
2: Russ is the best D passer of all time. Yeah, it's possible Lockett is the goat because Russell Wilson leaves and is basically Zach Wilson in on the West Coast, and and then Geno Smith comes into town. Eight years after the last time he played, guy played eight years ago and sucked. And all of a sudden he is freaking the MVP of the league. He's going to be in the Pro Bowl. Gino Smith. Yeah. Is Maybe. it possible? Tyler Lockett is the goat. It, uh, I don't know. Because we'll I to... think everyone has the same top five receivers, basically. Right. Jefferson, Tyreek, Adams, Chase. Uh, who am I missing? Jefferson, Tyreek, Adams, Chase and Diggs. Everyone basically has the same top five in some order. OK. 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 Is it possible that it's just Lockett won? And I think, um, ironically, I think the um, the 538 list that people are making fun of in the Patreon group, yeah, I think had all, didn't love, I mean, Jefferson was like eight or nine. He was, they didn't hate him, but I think Lockett was in their top five with the other four guys. Maybe maybe we slept on Lockett this whole time. Maybe. Can I, I just know. say something about Zach Wilson? Because I think we got to go, and you got to go in like two minutes, right? And we're going to do a longer episode tomorrow. We'll make picks.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, we haven't even finished talking about all the trades yet, so. Yeah, but you have to go, don't you? We go until we're done, all right. Okay, fine. You said you have to go, all right. Okay, so, okay, wait. so what else? So, uh, the Steelers got Williams, you Jackson, know, the famous story of the kid
2: saying, I
0: was my dad was supposed to
2: pick me up from school, but he was too busy recording a podcast. Mm-hmm.
0: It's yeah, one of those, it's one of those, exactly. Uh, talking about the Dolphins, uh, they replaced Chase Evans with Jeff Wilson as a backup running back, whatever. San Francisco doesn't need him anymore because uh, Elijah's coming back, and obviously they got McCaffrey, Calvin Ridley. Who the Falcons in theory? In theory, he's he should be deactivated from the suspension list. He should be playing next year, right? I think there's a good chance he plays next year. Yeah, and I, we had I, talked I really... about what a dy- dynamic offense this could be with Pitts and London and Ridley. Well, they could draft somebody now. And the Falcons gave away for a fifth rounder. Nothing they're getting for him. No, it's two picks. A fifth rounder is the first pick, and then it's a the fifth, fifth rounder this year. It's a conditional fourth rounder the next year if he's good.
1: So no, that's case, one center... pick.
0: There's two separate picks, I believe. Uh, what it says here is a 2023 fifth rounder and a conditional 2024 fourth rounder. Yeah, but I think it can become I think you can go up either to way. It's not enough value. It, I don't job. understand this trade. I don't know. Yeah, but I, maybe doing. they were
2: just not willing to, to play him anymore. Jacksonville all of a
0: sudden, in theory, should have a really good offense next year.
2: Hmm. I uh, mean, I, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't suck, which we're, you know, we could discuss at length another time, but he might suck. I think the Jaguars have had a lot of bad luck. They're losing all these ones. They're the
0: opposite of the Vikings, right? They've lost. I'm not disagreeing, but is it possible that Lawrence isn't good, though? I think we need more than one and a half seasons, especially when one was with Urban Meyer to draw that conclusion. He, he's uh, he's he's no longer sort of the the the, the lock, sort of the uh, the the Joe Burrow, Andrew Luck-esque lock that we thought he was.
2: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think the Bills are watching tape today of Zach Wilson and just laughing and laughing? <laughs> Do you think it's like like a stand-up club? They're just like, I mean, he 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 rolled out 15 times last game. He completed one of those passes. Yeah, I think 11 of them were to like the same guy out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Like no joke, there were guys on the sidelines who were putting up 100 yards receiving. Like you know the yeah. the ball boys on the sidelines throwing yeah. to the same guy, and then for the second straight week, he throws an interception where he was throwing the ball away. But didn't bother like putting it into the stands. Threw it on the field, and it was intercepted. So you're compl- so
0: you're completely done with him.
2: I'm beyond done with Wilson. Okay. I mean, I would have like Jets. We were talking like I was like, let's trade for someone's backup, like Tyra Taylor, and at least like he won't throw any interceptions. Tyra Taylor, just to, just to try no and if see, see if you can weasel
0: point. into a wild card spot this year.
2: Yeah, because the Patriots could not gain a yard. I mean, they had twenty billion plays and kept getting the ball in midfield. So they kept they kicked five field goals. And they had one okay touchdown drive. But they, were, they averaged three points on the yards per play. Like, the Jets' defense is locked in. They don't have a single injury. They, their top 18 or 20 guys are all healthy right now. Last time I said that, the Jets lost two all pros on offense the next game. But, I mean, the defense is ridiculous right now. They they just have to try and win unwatch, these unwatchable, like, Sunday night football-style 13 to 10 games. And they can't do it if Wilson is, giving the, is basically, you know, giving the other team the ball on the 40 because he... Sucks. Mm-hmm. He has such. Jared has said this, and I mentioned this, he has no feel. Like even when he's not throwing interceptions, he's he's like missing swing passes to running backs. He it, it's like he never played football until this year. So he
0: will not. I, there, so he's he, not good at anything. So can what's you, he good at? Can you guarantee hey, like, yeah. me that he will not be the starter for the Jets next season? I, I think he's gonna have a hard time being the
2: starter. I mean, listen. If he sucks, here's here's my problem, honestly. His line this week, they're playing the best in the NFL. He's going to be like ten for thirty-five for eighty-two yards and four interceptions. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now I still think he's possibly the best quarterback on the team, and I think the Jets are obviously not winning the Super Bowl this year, so there's no reason not to see give him another eight games. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. They've had two receivers demand trades this season already. Because, I mean, you saw you saw the viral clip of Elijah Moore, right? They said, "How's your chemistry with him?" Yeah. It? He's like I don't know. I don't yeah. test. Which was, I mean, the reporter was trolling. The guy had no targets last week. guy, Freaking quit the NFL two weeks ago. Why are you asking about his chemistry with a guy who he literally like doesn't wouldn't recognize in the locker room? It's an absurd question. Um, but anyway, the I, I don't like the receivers are going to revolt. They're going to have like a mutiny. I don't know what you like because Joe Flacco was throwing the ball sixty times a game. He sucks, and some of the balls were intercepted. But Flacco, I think, still has more passing yards than Wilson, even though Wilson put up three thirty five, the worst three thirty five game you'll ever see in your life last week. So I, I like they were at least getting the ball then. And I think the receivers are good. I don't think they're the problem. Either. I don't think they're amazing. Maybe I overrate them a little bit, but I think they have three guys who are legitimate NFL starting receivers. Anyway, yeah, Wilson's terrible. They need another quarterback. They have right. all their picks. I think I'm I'm just calling up I'm calling up the Ravens after this year. I'm like, all right, just just you tell me how many first round picks. I'm not even gonna counter. We're gonna we're gonna trade for Lamar Jackson. Because you don't appreciate him and we'll appreciate him.
0: OK, a couple of other be injured on the first play with the Jets, a couple other small Falcons trades. Uh, they got Rashad Fenton, a backup corner from the Chiefs. They sent away safety Dean Marlowe to the Bills. Not Who much talk about there. Yeah. Um, the, the Broncos added Jacob Martin, I guess, for some depth since they got rid of Chub. Yeah, the
2: Jets. You know, there should be more trades like this, honestly. And I've always wondered why there aren't. It's a lot to give up a draft pick, especially like a second, third round pick. There should be more trades where you're moving because on draft day, everyone's moving up and down in the draft all day. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going from 82, but, like, you're not giving away picks. You're going from 82 to 116. So that's where that trade was. The Jets just moved up one round in the draft by trading away their 10th defensive lineman. More trades should be like that. I'm moving from three to four four to five is, like, a big difference. Four, you're getting a guy in the fourth round, you're getting a guy who, like, ostensibly should play a little bit as a rookie. Fifth is, like, a project, you know?
0: And especially because it's a Broncos fourth round, although who knows what, you know, how these people are doing 2023. So, yeah. Um, And then the last one, which we didn't really touch upon, is the Bills' Zach Moss. I guess, uh, failed there. And so they bring in Naheem Hines to be like their third down back. That could have I was excited as a
2: Jonathan Taylor owner, but now, uh, Jonathan Taylor, eh, I don't, I'm not expecting much at this point for the rest of the year. I mean, it does, just doesn't seem like he's gonna be able to get to 100%. Yeah.
0: Um, but but you were talking before about fantasy. You don't think Naheem Hines can provide any fantasy value for Buffalo?
2: I don't think so. I don't think any. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, he's, yeah. is he better than Singletary? Singletary's a good player. He just well, no, but, but,
0: but he'll play the third down in the two-minute offense, and, you know, he'll get...
2: I mean, sh- but should he, though? I think Singletary's probably a better third down back than him also. is well, legitimately good. If Singletary was... I think Singletary might be better than, like, Miles Sanders, who's, like, a locked-in starter for the best team in the league, you know? Sanders has always been good. He just couldn't stay healthy. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I think he's that le- he's better than probably like Michael Carter. Like, I think he's he's a good player. He's just on a team that yeah. barely needs him.
0: All right. OK, so that's all the trades. A very accurate yeah, so, deadline.
2: So we'll do. Wait, are you done or do we have a couple more minutes?
0: Uh, how many more minutes do you want? Well, let's. Do well, well, we do haven't talked
2: thing. about the Spurs waxing the frigging Timberwolves with with their C roster. Spurs are waxing everybody right now. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. At what point should the Spurs? Because the Spurs were planning on taking this year very openly. Mm hmm. Now the problem is they don't have a roster to
0: go eighty two games. Yeah, I and mean they have, they have like look, se- they're very lucky. They have a negative score difference right now.
2: No, no, I don't think that. I listen. Like I the Jazz are that,
0: six and two. They've been ac- actually waxing people. The Spurs are five yes. and two, and they should probably be three and four.
2: Yeah, but if you're the Spurs, if in theory in a few weeks you're like twelve and ten, and you realize, all right, we're not going to get if you're not going to get Wembenyama, do you go the other way? You have all these draft picks. Do you like at least? Like, all right, let's play for the play and acquire a couple.
0: No, because first of all, you don't if you're twelve and ten, that doesn't mean you're not gonna get Wen right? Especially the way that it's designed now. If you're twelve and okay. ten, what's stopping you from going twelve and fifty the rest of the way? Yeah. Or even right, and, and all you need as long as you have any balls, you know, in the hopper, you got a chance mm-hmm. at either him or scoot. Like, I mean you know- I won't
2: say who, but I did a podcast with someone and mm-hmm. I said Kelvin Johnson could be an all-star this year, and they laughed. And they said, "Nah, eh, what are you
0: talking yeah, about? Yeah, the Spurs do not have any All-Stars this year. Kel, Kel Jones is going to be
2: an All-Star this year, unless he, unless he gets hurt. The Spurs He's going to not- be 24-7 and seven on a team with a winning record. He's going to be in the All-Star game.
0: Okay, I will. Like and, make-
2: and by the way, the stats, like he's better than his stats. He guy freaking is a okay. high percentage shooter. I would like to make two bets two with, with you. And okay,
0: bet number one is that the Spurs will not have a winning record at the All-Star break. And bet number two is that Nobody Kelvin Johnson, the Spurs, the Spurs who does not have a winning record seven at the- right now, will not have 24-7 and at any point this season. He's he's almost 24 points per game. He's averaging five rebounds a game. And those numbers are going to go down. He'll finish with, you know, 20 and six, maybe for a losing team. Congratulations. An all-star that 20, does not make 20 and six all-star. Yeah. He will not be an all-star this year. If you, any bet you want to make, you set the terms. I'll make the No,
2: Nah, listen. The Spurs are bad, but yeah. Uh, at full strength. But the they Timberwolves have, like have been worse. six NBA players,
0: play. especially relative to expectations. Whoops. Who knew you can't play Gobert and Towns together. That's not even the issue. Um. And also, they've just. Been that's what bad, people l- are
2: saying is the issue.
0: I don't know if you. I don't know if you watched the um the they played the Suns last night, the first sort of good team they played. No,
2: I only watched their three Spurs game.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. They're also. They're, they're just. I mean. They're, they're. They're shooting. I think they're attempting like the, the their top three or four and three point attempts and bottom three or four and three point percentage. Like it's just bad luck. Yeah. Like everybody's. Been it, saying, yeah. It, I, I'm sure. It'll yeah. 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 His I'm not super nervous out. about them. Yeah. Um. You, yeah. I mean, I do have concerns. Uh, but the, you know, not not to It's it's look. The Warriors have a losing record right now, right? It's early on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are struggling right now. So there's. I don't, I don't think anybody needs. Other than the Lakers, nobody has to signal any emergency. Yeah, right? I'd say like right now, all we know is that the Bucks are good
2: and the, and Lakers the Nets and
0: the Nets. All we forgot. I'm sorry. Forgot oh, that's the true. The Bucks yeah. and the
2: Suns are good. The Lakers and the Nets are bad, yeah. and everyone else is the, sort the, of
0: the, the, five the, and the Nets. New coach. uh actually assaults people. Their star players. And no. No, I wouldn't say assault. Whatever. The, they're all scumbags. Root for them all to to suffer in always.
2: Not. Not one guy in the NBA. Not even freaking Denny Avadio. Yeah, what about Josh not Primo? One guy. Why, why
0: is it Josh Primo on the Nets?
2: I, I made that joke already in the, in the pager group. It would oh. be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't know what he did. No, it would not be hilarious. He's a bad guy. Joseph,
0: but, Joseph Tsai, like he yelled at people when they um were s- sided with Hong Kong. There's literally nothing redeeming about this Nets team.
2: Can one person in the NBA, I mean, think you know, Charles Barkley, say like, you know what, Kyrie uh, sort of supporting... This documentary written by a guy who's a Holocaust and I probably not like ideal. They don't have to still be like, I'm not talking to him, block the muscle to be like, say like, hey, he should apologize. Not one person. It's our NBA
0: uh, in terms of active players. You mean not one active player? Has, has anyone said, like... asked LeBron or Chris Paul or these other guys who are like in a good the union? question? Isn't good Kyrie question. like the vice president of the union?
2: I think he might be the is he the president or is Chris Paul the I president? Think, I
0: think Chris Paul's president, So they should ask Paul. Yeah. yeah. These guys who said they had zero tolerance for bigotry and racism. Right.
2: And by the way, the NBAPA is the only thing that came out with a statement. They came out with a statement saying Well, no, the NBA this came out with a
0: milk toast statement also that said did the Yeah, same but thing.
2: the NBA actually did it. So it's like
0: uh Yeah. they did not mention their vice president by name. Yeah, exactly. Listen, fuck you, Kyrie Irving. That's how we're gonna end this podcast. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, bye, Akiva. But by the way, if he if oh. he wants to come play in San Antonio, he's welcome. You
2: hip I mean, Tony, Tony Parker, you think he had good political. I'd like to hear his takes.
0: Oh, wasn't Tony Parker friends with that very comedian guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah all yeah. right. Okay. They're, they're all twists. Bye.
1: Mm-hmm. I see you driving around town with the girl I love and I'm like, fuck you. i just a change in my pocket. wasn't enough. I'm like, fuck you and I'm. Uh, you said if I was fragile, I'd still be richer. Now I And although that's in my chest, I still wish you the best. But, uh, fuck you? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't afford a Ferrari. But that don't mean I can't get you there. Uh, I guess he's an Xbox, and I'm more of a About the way you play your okay, game, A black face